Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here we go. It is the Man Fuse podcast. Kaylee here, your host, my co-host, Ben H., So today on the Man Fuse podcast, we're going to talk about ghosting, not only in your dating life, but also in your business life and the value and power of doing what you say it is you're going to do, what that could do for your relationships, what that could do for your business. We also talk about this guy in New York that as an experiment tries to give away gold bars worth 2K. And would you be surprised that eight out of 10 people Don't even stop to look at it. They're not interested in what he's got, whether he's selling it or giving it. But do you think he cares? He just stays richer. It's their loss. And that's exactly how you should view the product or service you are selling. It's their loss. So, Ben, I did a form of ghosting when I was single like 20 years ago, and it's very memorable to me. There was this one time, Ben, that I had hooked up with this girl, and I knew I did not want to spend the night. You knew you didn't. It was two in the morning. It was like one thirty in the morning, though, and I wanted to get out of there yeah. as fast as possible afterward. Right. My friend Brian, my best friend, rest in peace, he is no longer with us on this earth. Right. Um, I knew at the time that if I called him, I hung up as soon as he answered And I didn't know when he answered because I I couldn't have the phone to my ear. Yeah. He'd call back. Yeah. Which is what I was hoping for. So I casually reached down and I hit, I had him like on, at that time the phones were like I could hit one enter and it would go to a program like you could program your top calls in. And I did that and it called him and I just, I hung up. Yeah. (laughs) I let it ring for a couple seconds and I hung up, which prompted him. To call back. To call back. Hello. And he goes, what the fuck, man? You just called me and hung up? Yeah. And I said, are you okay? (laughs) He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I said, where are you? Yeah. He goes, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, shit. Your car broke down? (laughs) And he starts screaming, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, dude, can you find anyone else to come get you? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's like screaming <laughs> at me. And I, I had to go on for like three or four minutes. And right. I'm like, I'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. Here I come. <laughs> yeah. Here I come. You're you're really making me mad. That's I, right. I really can't. You can't find anybody else? Oh, shit. Okay, man. 
All right, click. I look over at her. Sorry, I'm babe. so sorry. I've got to go. What was it that made you want to leave? If I had to think on it. She was good looking. She was a good looking chick. Yeah. I don't want to be too detailed. The thoughts I'm thinking in my head were not bad. Right. So why and did she you wanted want to, get to out cuddle? Of there? I guess. I don't know. She wanted to cuddle. I think so. And you had to go. Well, and I'm just like any guy when release the demons. Right. It's I'm time like, to go. Well, I knew it was somebody I I wasn't gonna be in a relationship with this person. Right. I think I was having FOMO. Right. Whatever was going on, whatever my friends were doing. Yeah. I think I you knew the night was still young. Yes. You knew people were still out having a good time. Correct. You were willing to spend your night trying to get some, but you had already gotten some. So there was no more to get. So the night could either go downhill. Or the night could stay the same. Or the, the night same. could stay lit. The night could stay the same, which I was in a girl's bed. I had just achieved what I wanted to achieve, yeah. and I believe she achieved multiple times yeah. what she wanted to achieve. Right. But I believe she did want me to spend the night. Yeah, she did. And I didn't want to. No. But I didn't want to be rude. Right. Would that be today's version of ghosting? I'm out of the game. You don't get ghosted from a male-female relationship perspective, though, right? Right. But... You and I both get ghosted on business all, all the, the fucking time. All the time. And I feel like, which drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. If you don't want to do business with me, if you don't want what I'm selling, yeah. don't act like you do. Right. Just tell me. Because, see, I am the king of follow-up. If you tell me or lead me to believe that you are interested in Right. Either something I'm selling or a way that we could grow as partners and build something and make money together. Yes. And I see that as a valid possibility. I ain't going to drop the ball. I'm right. going to follow the fuck up. Yeah. And it drives me nuts when I have to fucking... And really, I know people say, oh, you know, you, you shouldn't chase anybody. And I try not to chase them, but I follow up. Yeah. And if they give me an excuse, hey, hit me up, I follow up again. Yeah. Because I'm wanting to see if that opportunity yes. is really a valid, legitimate possibility. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you should. And I hate it. And sometimes when people are ignoring me, I'll follow up just to follow up. Right. Just to annoy just them. To, just to annoy them, just because it's it's annoying to me that they can't just be like, hey... Listen, right now is not the time for yeah. me. Or, you know, just this isn't going to work. I'm just I'm just not ready or yeah. I'm not interested. I don't, you know, whatever. Whatever right. it is. And I'd be like, it was good talking to you. Call Hit you me up week. if you change my mind. <laughs> right. People in business do the same. It's like so easy to ghost somebody. Yeah, it is. Versus just tell them, hey, I'm not into it. Well, I think that, you know, we, we have to treat or we should treat others how we want to be treated and that's something that we don't do sometimes it's hard to treat somebody how you'd like to be treated but it's the right thing to do and a lot of times people just have anxiety around telling someone no they'd rather say yes or maybe and just keep dragging it out than have to say no and saying no can be hard sometimes but it's absolutely necessary you have to be able to say no. 
one of the things that's hardest to do is to say no without giving a reason why. It's just no. That's a hard thing to do for a lot of people. But there's always a reason why. There is. And and so then you get into the thing where it's like, I'm going to say no, but what is my reason? And they're not going to be accepting of that. Or maybe they think something of me that's not true. And I want to keep that. I want them to continue to think of me in that way. I don't want to tell them that I'm broke or something. You know what I mean? I don't want to tell them that I can't afford it right now. That's fair. I mean... And so they just keep pushing it off, pushing it off. I'm not justifying or defending that. I'm just saying that a lot of times people have a hard time saying no. When you could have just said, listen, I got to go, except you had to play out this whole charade. (laughs) (laughs) I guess point taken. I guess I am guilty. But but, we all are. Well, this is done. This was like. 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's 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 relative. I am know? guilty of the thing I hate most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, we exactly. we have all done it. But I do feel like in this day and age with social media, with texting and dating apps where it's swipe left, swipe right. Yeah. They're so quick to ghost. And I get, you know, after one date or talking to someone for a week or two, you really do owe them nothing. Yeah. But in the same vein, I'm like, I just see this direct correlation with the amount of ghosting that's going on. I do feel like it's easier to ghost nowadays than it was a long time back. I think just in general, I mean, same thing like with, with it being difficult to say no. People also have a difficult time doing what they say they're gonna do. That is a big thing. And admitting if they didn't do what they said they were gonna do, You know what I mean? Or if they're not going to do it, you know, they say they're going to do something and then they don't do it. So they're just going to blow you off because at the end of the day, they didn't do what they said that they were going to do. They don't want to admit that. I'm completely guilty of like over committing myself because in my mind, I am capable of more than my feet are. My mind goes much further than my feet do, in other words. Right. And so I will off the cuff say, yeah, I got that, I got that, I got that, when in reality, I'm not able to do that, that, and that in the time that I promised that I would, you know? And so there's delay tactics, oh, sorry, this, sorry, that, excuses, you know, so on and so forth, when the truth is... It's easier just on the front end to be like, hey, I've been in this situation before. I've overcommitted myself before. I would like to do this, but I just don't think I have time right now. You know, doing what you say you're going to do is a big deal. And I will tell you, it can be very painful. If you commit to do what you say you're going to do without question, it will teach you not to fucking overpromise things. Because if you actually follow through with all the things that you say you're going to do, you're going to be like... I, this is crazy. Rain you back a little bit. And Dan Pena, one of my favorite people. I love him. He says this. He says, look, you say you're going to be somewhere. It don't matter if you got a broken leg. Roll up in there on crutches. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Even if it takes till 2 a.m. to do it, just do it. And whether or not that causes you to commit to less things in the future or hire somebody or whatever... It will teach you a lot about who you are because a lot of times, I mean, at least for me, I'm definitely guilty of overcommitting myself. 
to things. And it is a good practice to do what you say you're going to do because people notice that. Right. Or to follow up and say, listen, (laughs) I know I said that I was going to do this, but unfortunately, I've got this, this, and this that kind of take precedence in my life right now. I know I said I was going to do this thing. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm really sorry. That's the equivalent of just saying no. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to circle around. But I don't know. It's probably better just to go ahead and do it and then take note for future circumstances. You know? I think it's something we can all relate to for sure. That goes for your dating relationships, even though you and I aren't in that. Goes to marriage. I overcommit to stuff all the time with my wife without even realizing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then she's like, but you said you were. I'm like, when did I say that? Right. (laughs) You were talking to me when I was juggling. Well, sometimes it's just easier to say yes. You get a cold call and it's like, look, I don't have time. Just shoot me an email. You don't want to hang up on the guy because you appreciate the hustle. You know what I mean? I agree. You don't want to say no because the truth is you hadn't really let them give their proposition yet. And yet at the same time, You kind of know that it's going to be a no for you, but instead you just say, send me an email and then you never respond. Yeah. I normally try to just be like, Hey, I'm not interested right now, but you know, and I do appreciate the hustle, Yeah, you know, because I'm hustling Yeah, and I might be calling upon you, you know, seeing if I could sell you a, a full A to Z subscription of Encyclopedia Britannicus. (laughs) Well, it brings up an interesting case study, which is there's this guy on TikTok and he gives out gold. Oh, have you seen this guy? No, dude. This guy hands out gold in the streets of New York, like coins, one ounce gold bars and like all different kinds of bullion gold coins, silver, like this dude's loaded. Well, he's, yeah, he's a gold dealer. I mean, yeah, he's completely crushed it in New York. And so he does this thing and I'll, I'll reference the, the site in a minute. I'll look it up, but he'll go out on the streets of New York and he's got 10 one ounce gold bars. And how much are they worth each? I think an ounce of gold's like two grand right now. Okay. Something like that. And you know how standoffish people are, especially in New York. You're like, hey, no thanks. Leave me alone. Get the fuck away from me. That's how New Yorkers roll. That's how New York is. So this guy is out trying to hand people real one ounce piece of gold. And people are going, no thanks. No, thank you. I'm too busy. I don't want your snake oil. And then every once in a while, some guy will stop and he'll take the gold and look at it and go, wow, man, thank you. And then he says, you're actually a really smart person. Have a nice day. You could look at this in a couple different ways. Number one, you could look at it and say, okay, well, that's just how people are. The, the knee jerk reaction you're going to get from people, no matter what it is that you're offering, no matter what it is that you're selling, no matter what it is that your proposition is, the knee jerk reaction people have is no. So whatever it is that you're selling, you've got to expect more no's than yeses. Of course. And then there's another angle where I look at this and I go, okay, How immune is this guy to negative response? You're an idiot if you don't take this piece of gold, basically. You're lost. You're losing. And chances are, majority of the people that he's asking probably could really fucking use it. Probably really could. 
Absolutely. Extra two grand. Absolutely. And sometimes he gives out even crazier stuff than that. But the point is that if you really believe in what you're selling, or if you really believe in what it is that you're offering, then you have to believe, like in this guy's case, that actually if they turn you down, they are losing. He gets to keep the gold. I think that's the mindset that you need to approach when you are trying to sell. Right. So how much do you believe in what it is that you offer or what it is that you sell? Because even the guy that's giving out gold on the streets of New York is getting eight out of ten no's to yeses. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so, So your lack of willingness to go ask people questions about, hey, are you interested in what I'm doing? All it really says is you don't believe what it is you have to offer. Or if you have hesitancy to go out there and get and, and get turned down, do you really believe that you're offering something of value? Do you really believe in the product or service that you're offering? Are you just saying that you do so that you can collect that minimum salary? You can collect that minimum paycheck. How much would you really sell if you really believed, like this guy knows for a fact? Yeah, he knows. I am giving you gold. I'm giving you two k or more. I'm trying to hand you two grand, and all you're just you're just helping me blow up my TikTok channel. I'm sure as a result of this TikTok channel and how shocking this case study is. I mean, I want to buy gold from this guy. Just from the value proposition of him going out and handing out gold, it shows me that, hey, here's a guy who's obviously doing a good job with the gold game. I'd buy gold from him. So I'm sure he sells a shitload of gold just as a result of the success of this street handout. And I also think, you know, you say that, okay, how much do you believe in what it is you're selling? Right. But it also is a, a test that, you're going to have to be able to absorb and move past the nose. That's right. You're, you can't get beaten down because you got to know. You know, obviously he knows it's their loss. Right. If we approach you and I approach you because I think or we think, let's say you are a leader. I'll just use Foo Media as right. an example. If Ben and I decide that you are a target candidate yes. for a podcast. You are in need of one because of your leadership in business or in industry. We know that we have something valuable that we can offer you. Right. And that's a turnkey podcast solution to where you only have to hit record. If you don't see it as value, that's you. That's right. And it might not be of value to you at this time. And that's fair. We know we have value. Absolutely. And so we'll get past the no's. Sure. Because no, not right now. Maybe no forever, but fine. There's 500 million other people in the world that are probably fit the profile of who we would be looking for. So here's this guy at Tracks NYC. So T-R-A-X NYC. I'm going to load up this tracks pack. Each one of these ounces is two grand. Let's see if somebody wants it for free. Sir, you are smart. Just bam, an ounce of gold. Come on, take it. Come on, you got it. Another potential, sir, ma'am, an ounce. Right? It's good when they don't want to take an ounce. It feels so fucking good. 
Sir, this is you really need one of these, bro. God just God just I'm right, telling right, you, Baba John. He don't what is this? That's an ounce. What is this? Bro? A, what do you think it is, bro? You giving it out? Well, your hat's in your hands now. It's not my hands. You serious? Then you figure it out. Wow, on your own. You're on your own from oh, here. Oh, man. I have to stop, bro. Thank you, guys. You know, you have did it. Oh, you did the right. You made the right one. My wife is going to be happy when she knows this, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's see if one of these beautiful ladies wants one. It's your daughter. We have a little gift for her. You should take it. Believe me. What is it? Well, you're going to have to trust your instincts. Okay. There you go. Goodbye. All right, sir. For you. Tracks pack. You don't want it? Don't want it. Back in the bag. Here, sir. Uh, don't worry about it. We got the tracks pack, sir. Well, that's too bad for him. All right, we got this. You took it. You got it. You're the winner. Don't worry. Run. Run with the gold. Run with the gold. Run it. Run with it, man. Ma'am? Please. I'm begging you. Some do, some don't. Come on. Quick. Quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a smart man. This is a smart man. Right here. A tracks pack, please. Oh, well, now it's... Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So... So watch out for this guy handing out gold when you're in NYC. If somebody goes, here, you got to take this, and it clanks. Take it. I mean, and I get it, because, you know, walking on the street, though, if some guy comes up to you and tries to hand you something, right? most of the time you don't want it. No. And it kind of also depends on your mood that day. That's right. Because sometimes you'll be more willing to stop and take it. Yes. And sometimes you'll be like, if depending on your mood, how zoned or focused you are, you'll be like, leave me the fuck alone. That's and, right. You know, and I'm going to walk. So, I mean, there are times where I'll give out money to a homeless person. Yeah. And there are times where if they come up and ask me, I'm like, I don't got nothing. That's right. And I don't know what it is, you know, within me that makes me more susceptible that day to hand out money right. or, you know, sometimes I, it's not that I don't... Like, I never not feel bad for the person who's asking, but sometimes I'm just not going to give it. Yeah. And sometimes I will. Maybe it has to do with how much cash is on me, but I always have a little bit of cash on me. You know? I saw a lot more homeless people when I lived in the city. I don't encounter a whole lot of homeless people here. No, it's kind of a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. No, if you like. When I, well, I would hand out 20s. You know what I mean? Like, well, that was my was thing. Big spender. I would give a guy, you know, five, a 10, a 20. I probably gave out a couple hundreds in my time. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Well, I've given out some nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped some buds in their jar. Yeah, exactly. Boop, boop. And they get excited when they're asking for money and you drop like a big old dank nugget in yeah, their jar yeah, yeah, and they'll exactly. look down and they'll go, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get high yeah, now. exactly. Hey, thanks for listening to the Man Fuse podcast. Please join the show by hitting us up at 770-744-5227 or at manfuse.com. Thanks a lot. Foo Media.